Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. If you're like me, when you see the headline almost every day and you see someone somewhere advocating for more money for Ukraine, you may be scratching your head a lot and saying, well, wait a minute, doesn't it seem like we're throwing more money after bad uh, to try to fix things that should have already been fixed? Uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, I, I will be candid early on greatly desired the u.s to come to ukraine's aid because i hate putin i think putin is a monster and i think he needed to be stopped and prevented from taking over just some other country in europe um but as of late it seems like there aren't enough billions uh in the uh, u.s treasury to keep him satisfied but what has that all produced for us my next guest might have an opinion about that brandon weikert is author of winning space how america remains a superpower and also the shadow war Iran's quest for supremacy, as well as biohacked China's race to control life. Uh, and he also is the chief correspondent at the Weicker Report. Uh, Brandon, welcome back. Good to have you. Congrats on all the books. Um, let me ask you very simply. You believe that America's strategy in Ukraine has been failure. I think a lot of Americans are at least asking that question. But why are we asking that question? Well, it's because we've been told by our media and by our elected people, both in the United States and also in the NATO countries, that victory's right around the corner. And yet every time we turn around, it looks like victory is far from the corner. In fact, it's moving farther away. It's a mirage. Uh, and the reason is because we have not had uh, a strategy that marries the proper ends, ways, and means to achieve victory. We haven't even dis decided what victory is. Victory is, uh, to some people, it's uh, what I thought it was going to be, which was preserving the Ukrainian state's sovereignty as best as possible. Uh, but we've now moved beyond that to now the, the goalposts have shifted. We have mission creep. So now they're talking about the war will end when the uh, U uh, Ukrainians are able to uh, overthrow or inspire the Russians to overthrow the Putin regime. Uh, and then now they're saying uh, in the pages of Foreign Policy magazine and Foreign Affairs, they're saying, well, the, the real end needs to be the, the dissolvement, the dissolving of the Russian Federation as a state and partitioning it into smaller countries. And all the meanwhile, I'm sitting there going, this is a country, Russia, that has the world's largest nuclear weapon stockpile. This isn't something that they're just going to let happen. And the more they hear this, the more they escalate in the war and the less likely it is that we will have an off-ramp uh, to peace. In fact, I'm now under the impression that Putin's going to fight to the death on this thing. And if that's the case, it's going to mean the death of NATO because we do not have the resources or the attention span or the time to throw into Ukraine what needs to be thrown into to have, give them a chance at actually surviving what's coming over the next six months from Russia. So what is coming over the next six months from Russia? 
Well, you now see the Russian Federation has moved from a partial mobilization and calling this conflict a special military operation, which, you know, even though it was very nasty so far, there were certain limitations the Russians put on themselves. Now those limitations as of December of last year have been removed. And now this is being called a total war. Uh, the Russian state has totally mobilized. They have anywhere between 300 and 350,000 troops they're mobilizing right now. They're taking their time moving new armored equipment uh, that far outnumbers what the Ukrainians have at their disposal. They're taking their time and moving that and positioning it uh, in a way that will allow them to basically a trite, that is to bleed the Ukrainians dry over the next six months. And once they bleed the Ukrainians dry, they're then going to punch through with that armor. And they're going to basically... Uh, go all the way likely to Kiev. Um, and all of this could have been avoided had we actually had a sensible strategy that outlined what it was we were trying to achieve uh, that was obtainable within a year or so, uh, and we haven't done that. And so now the Russians are totally committed. They're all in. There is no off-ramp. And Ukraine is closer to Russia. Ukraine uh, is running out of troops. There aren't enough NATO troops to go in covertly and help them. Uh, and so now we're at a point where we very well could have NATO being pushed directly to intervene, and that's a world war. And I don't think anybody really wants that. And if it came to that, I think you'd see major protests throughout the West that would really stymie the ability for the United States to effectively fight Russia. And what are we fighting them for? I'm so confused, and I think most Americans still have no idea what exactly beyond Ukraine's sovereignty, which is all but gone now, what, what are we fighting them for? What are we risking nuclear warfare for when we've got a lot of other fish to fry, notably the Chinese situation, as well as domestic turmoil that's really killing us right now? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty bleak outlook, but I have very little evidence to push back against it with, uh, Brandon. This is one of the reasons why you want to read the uh, Weikert Report and get his books. Brandon Weikert, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, sir. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.